In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen. The gospel for today is really, really, really important. It is really, really important because it is baseline stuff. Here it is. God is not a cranky old man. That's the big point for Jesus in the gospel for today. God the Father is a great guy and he loves you. God is not a cranky old man. For so many reasons, we get God all wrong. Maybe we get God all wrong because we grew up in families with fathers who were cranky old men. My own dad, rest in peace, was a great guy, an honest man. He was quiet and reliable and did business his whole life on a handshake. He was a great role model, not only for me, but also for my friends whose fathers were cranky old men. They noticed. My dad had his faults, but he was not a cranky old man. Maybe another reason we get God all wrong is because we grew up in churches where the men in the church were cranky old men. So many of us grew up in churches with men who were finger-wagging and domineering and miserly and judgmental and sometimes just plain mean. Men in the church are meant to be a role model and when they are not, it is actually a form of spiritual abuse. So it is no wonder that we grow up with twisted notions of who God is and what God wants for us. As Jesus notes in the Gospel for today, no wonder our prayers suffer. Today in the Gospel, Jesus is trying to encourage folks who have God all wrong. People who are discouraged because it seems to them that God is just not listening. And as he so often does, Jesus does that by telling a very simple story. There was a woman, cheated, abused, tormented, or oppressed. She went to a judge, an authority, a man, a father figure, if you will, and she went for help. But he was a cranky old man, and he was only interested in himself. First, he ignored her because he was only interested in himself. And then he helped her because he was only interested in himself. And then Jesus says, imagine how different this story would be if the judge wasn't a cranky old man. Imagine how different this story would be if he was actually interested in her. Imagine how different this story would be if he actually loved her. That's the God and that's the Father whom Jesus Christ has come to reveal. And that is the point of the story. Jesus' Father is really, really, really interested in each one of you. He is honest. He is reliable. He is kind. He is very, very happy with each one of you. And he only wants the best for you. 
He would do anything for you. Where you've sinned, He forgives you. And when things get difficult, He stands by you. He actually takes your side. No matter when, no matter what. Going forward, God the Father will clear your way. He will fix your life. He will side with you. He will vindicate you. He will make wrongs right. He doesn't just like you. He actually loves you. And he wants you to live without fear and to leave here today in confidence and joy and peace. He really, 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 really loves you. That's the God. That's the Father that Jesus Christ has come to reveal and to deliver. Okay, so God is not a cranky old man, but there's that other thing, the speed. Like the woman in the story, you pray and you pray and you pray, so why does God linger? Why does it take so long for you to be vindicated? Why do you have to wait? The best answer I know comes from Rowan Williams' little book on praying with icons called The Dwelling of the Light. In that book, he makes a very simple point. None of us can see our own lives in real time. Life is swirling all around us. We are oppressed. People hurt us. Family, friends, they fail us. Families blow up. The church is crazy. We can't understand it. We feel like failures. We can't see the way. We don't know what to do. And we pray. And very honestly, like the woman in the story for today, it often feels to us as if God is some cranky old man and he's just not interested in us. He's a cranky old man who just won't answer. At least that's how we interpret it. So we begin to feel angry and we get impatient and sometimes we even doubt. Now, if God is not a cranky old man, what do you and I do with all of that? First, we remember that we are human and we cannot see our own lives in real time. And if we cannot see our own lives in real time, there is no way that we can see God's life in real time. At any given moment, we cannot see all the things that God is doing for us to help us, to protect us, to love us. We just cannot see it. We cannot see our lives or God's life in real time. If that's true, then we don't have any way to measure speed. If we cannot see God's life in real time, there's no radar gun that can get a grip on him, that can measure him. If we can't see what God is up to in real time, we can't clock him to see if, th if things are getting done at the proper speed that we prescribe. The only thing that we can do is fall back on what we know on what we can see, on what we can experience. The only thing that we can do is fall back on love. The love of God revealed to all of us in Christ. 
that love in Christ is the most anti-cranky old man thing that there is in all the universe. And that, you see, is one of the great things about saintly old men in the church. And, of course, it is also true for saintly old women, but that's the sermon we preach on Easter when the women get to the tomb first. Pious, mature, faithful, non-cranky, role-modeling, non-finger-wagging, non-judgmental, generous, kind, churchly old men. They cannot see their lives in real time either. Nor can they see the life of God. But across the years they have seen a lot. And they do have the long view. They got the long view by waiting and watching for God to answer their prayers in real time, in His time, over the long haul. They have learned by experience over time that God does not always work at our speed or specifications. But eventually God will come and God will answer just when the time is right. And when he does, he will square things up with a power and a mercy that is miraculous. And that makes the church the greatest place on earth. It's the reason for you to be here this morning and every Sunday. So here's the good news. If you did not get it from your father at home as you were growing up, you can get it here from your heavenly father. And if you did not get it, God, if you did not get it in the church in which you grew up, you can get it here in this church from pious old men in this community. And here's the best news of all. You can get it right now in the liturgy, from the font, at the altar, with the Viva Vox of Jesus, because God is not a cranky old man. God is love, and his love is here for you in Christ. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.